Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for all the messages last week. There was a family emergency and I wasn't able to get to the podcast, but luckily, some guy in Austin was happy to recap both Claire piecing out and Tasha taking up the reins. We discuss a lot of things, my friends. Does Claire really think she's going to get married? Is Dale in a hostage situation? Can we call Tasha a breath of fresh air? Who is Hot Spencer and why does everyone hate him? Could Brendan, our sensitive soul, be the cutest thing ever? I certainly think so. Where's my turtleneck? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 187 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we have so much to talk about, yet so little to talk about. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, um, <laughs> we could probably sum this up in 10 minutes and be I back. I think we back could. To <laughs> Claire's the worst. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. that. And yeah, then not getting married, fine. even though they're faking it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Dale. I mean, uh, he looks like he's been captured. Doesn't he? It's yes. kind of like blink, you know, three times if you feel like it. He is, um, I believe, fully fully with all of my heart that he is playing this game and they've offered him money to do it. You and I talked about this. I, th- I think, you know, there's been some great memes people have sent me and one is the best with, he's just got this blank look on his face, which apparently he always has. Mm-hmm. And, um, it says when you just want extra Instagram followers and you end up engaged. <laughs> <laughs> True statement. True statement. We Claire, is it me or is she just maybe a little bit too excited about the relationship? Yes. Yes. It's It's very, yes. And it's concerning, I think is a good word. Mm -hmm. But what I think is the biggest red flag that we need to be, or blinking light is a better word, mayday, mayday, is Chris Harrison's reactions and facial expressions. Even he was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. (laughs) Because last week we begin with this fireside chat with Chris Harrison and Claire, and he calls a spade a spade. Obviously, they told him to go in and do it. But essentially, he says, I mean, these guys aren't dumb, Claire. They know that you like Dale. What do you want to do here? What's what's the play? And Claire says, uh, I would just like to spend as much time with Dale as possible. And Harrison, he rolls his eyes. I'm going to say it. He rolled his eyes. But I feel like I feel like he's like in the trailer and they're watching the dailies and the editor just like throws up his arms and is like, I can't work. I can't do anything with this. There's no there's no way I can fake this. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll go to a trailer. And they're <laughs> I mean, the plug. <laughs> he's also just, you know, a little bit too exhausted by all of the things they're making him come out every five seconds and he's never had to do that before so he might have been irritated with all these yahoos in the past he just hasn't been there to be this irritated with all these yahoos in the past but he says fine let's give them a date so they get a i'm gonna call it a fantasy date right i guess but i'm not you know i'm just not seeing sparks from dale's end i think 
Yeah. We both agree. It's, he seems a little, and maybe that's just his right. You know, he might be personality, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but he just seems like um like the the dog that caught the car it was chasing. You know, like oh man, <laughs> no, what know. do I do now? Um, it's, and she's just golly, she can't stop wagging her tail. I mean, that's it's true. Just, Literally, she he has um, what I would say vacant eyes. Yes, they are very pretty, and he is very very handsome. But it is vacant eyes where you can't tell anything from it. It's the same look, and we learned that from the Party City Halloween costume pictures. Well, did you now? Now I know we're skipping ahead episode, but when they had the the unnecessary meeting with Harrison um, in the middle of last episode. Um, mm. when, when he says, so, uh, you know, what, like Harrison feigns interest and he's like, yeah, so what's next new marriage or, or, or kids or whatever. And he was joking and Claire just blurts out baby, baby. Yeah. And I thought he was going to pass out. I, did. I, I thought Dale was like, what did right. we discuss this? No, um, because it's yeah. only been three weeks. So yeah. they have, which is surprising. You would think Claire would have discussed that by now, yeah. but no. I think yeah. that they give them this one-on-one date because as you remember, dear listener, they have met right out of the limo and then the time she snuck off with him, it was supposed to be five minutes, but it turned into an hour mm-hmm. and then maybe one other time. is So she's seen him three times in her life. Mm-hmm. They deserve a one-on-one date, correct? And Harrison essentially says, yeah, leave the key under the mat at the El Presidente, do what you want to do. I don't care. (laughs) And they have a fantasy suite date because she is saying, I just really need to make sure that Della is the one for me. And maybe we should have a date and a meal together. (laughs) And, and all of her, we can't touch. We'll have a meal we can't touch. (laughs) All, and she wears her holiday Barbie red outfit. And all she says, again, we, we have, mentioned this I guess four times because we've been doing this for four weeks but we yeah. have always said she can she wants somebody to be like her dad she wants somebody to be there for her yet not be there for her and yeah. all he show does up is the, show the up and not leave and show, show up, up means um let me just translate that what show, show up means put up with me oh. is what that means <laughs> Because she she's hinted like every guy I've ever whenever I fall in mm-hmm. love guys just stop showing up. I'm like yeah mm-hmm. because you're smothering them. Mm-hmm. I mean that's mm-hmm. sort of like throwing a wet blanket over a fire. It right. goes out. The right. fire stops showing up. <laughs> so right. You know. And by the way, um, we've kind of hinted at this, but but as as a woman, um, a fashion conscious woman, I might add, um, Claire's wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about it? I feel that somebody did not do her boobs very well. I also feel that someone thinks her butt is her biggest asset, and mm. there is a lot of concentration about her butt. Yeah. I think she shops at Forever 41. <laughs> <laughs> that mean? Yes. Moving on. (laughs) So at dinner, all she's saying is, I want a guy who shows up and I want a guy who knows how strong I am. And I want a guy who knows I'm independent. And I want somebody who reminds me of my dad. And then Dale will say, I just want you to know that I'm going to show up for you and that I admire your independence Mm -hmm. and that I'm never going to leave. He just is saying everything that she needs to hear. 
And Claire, as long as I'm under contract with ABC, I'll continue to be here. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And somebody slips him a check under the table and he's like, all right, yeah. let's keep going. Uh, look, I don't think, do you think anybody is happy for them? Um, well, um, mm. the answer does no, no one's happy for them. <laughs> Chris Harrison's not happy. It's I mean, not, that's the, that's, that's a hard way to look at it because it's almost, again, you know, in the, exactly again, in the second episode where for some reason, and you can, you can tell Harrison does not want to bring them back, but he has to. He, she is upset about that, that people aren't happy yeah. and we aren't getting the big thing on People Magazine or GMA or whatever. I don't know. She's unhappy that people just can't be happy for them. And that yeah. upsets her. That upsets her a lot. What I think, it's not necessarily that people aren't happy with this. People are exhausted by it and people are questioning if it's genuine, which they know it's not. So why are we going to waste our time to be well, happy? I, I think she turned out to be, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? She's just, she's, she's way, she's delusional. Mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. you know, she's just way over the top and I found this man and I love him. And I guarantee you there's 10 guys out there that have been in Dale's situation before, yeah. you know, with yeah. her, she just, she falls in love immediately. And then she smothers a guy and that's exactly what's going to happen here. And look, maybe we'll be proven wrong, but mm -hmm. I don't think so. How did you feel about uh, Chris and Bree from Listen to Your Heart <laughs> showing you up and quarantining you know at the La Quinta? Listen to your heart. So funny about that is they started singing. I'm like, who are these people? I've I'd, I'd already forgotten. And then I had to remind myself, you and I have like 10 podcasts on these people. We did. I know. I'm like, oh, that's Chris and Bree. Um, you know, it's good to see they're still making music, I guess. Um, I haven't really, I don't know if they have any gigs beyond the La Quinta, La Quinta. De Musica or whatever, wherever they were. Uh, our friend Stephanie said, look, it's, it's those people from that show. <laughs> and I loved that she couldn't remember any part of it. She didn't know their names and she couldn't remember the show. That's how forgettable Listen to Your Heart was. But it was also so great in a time of quarantine and lockdown. I mean, it, it brought something to us. I did have to look up their name. Well, I didn't look up their names. I waited for it to pass underneath the bottom of the screen, but yes. And I, I'm going to say it was an original. I have no idea if it was an original, no, but was. I'm going to yeah, say, but... but kudos to them for coming in and, and quarantining with the gang. So, and did you also notice that, um, so, so they're hang ABC's hanging on to a couple things. One is the, um, isolated one-on-one. -on -one. We've seen a couple of those, including with Tasha. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the fireworks display, I yeah. thought was, it was usually, um, it's usually later in the season. So it's a little premature for a first one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one, they got the fireworks, mm -hmm. but I thought the fireworks well, were a tad bit aggressive. <laughs> if you, if you think like about it though, instance, you know, when you get, Oh, it's, it's subtle. <laughs> You know, here they were actually in danger of being burned. <laughs> that is true. They um, across the duck pond, they had the, the whole setup, <laughs> and they're inhaling <laughs> toxic smoke and trying to kiss with uh, his yeah. signature turtleneck his and signature, all that stuff. Oh, sensitive soul, I love him. 
So uh, two yeah. things come to mind. One, I would say that, you know, yay for the ABC intern for getting fireworks during the mm-hmm. quarantine. I mean, they must have had a sale during 4th of July, I'm sure. But yay that no, they could do the that. New Year's stuff they're not going to use over at the La Quinta Resort True. now that COVID. They're just like, well, just, why don't you just blow this stuff up? I know. <laughs> It might not have even been fireworks. We've got a shed. Just go in there and take what you need. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Pier 1 podium in there, too. Just use that. <laughs> and you're saying it's too early for fireworks, but if we do the math, this should be Claire's sixth week. That's so that's true. total firework That's timing. right, because it's probably her date. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, well, look, we've already got it packed and loaded we might yeah. as well get them across the duck pond and yeah. <laughs> the duck pond after <laughs> after the they forego their um well he forgoes his not individual suite because he has a roommate but as he forgoes that to stay in the el presidente with claire next morning harrison has to come again <laughs> and he's <Yeah>. saying look <laughs> what are we doing and she's saying i picked dale and harrison goes you know that means a proposal and yeah. she says, yeah. Okay, yeah, she's so like, that's exactly, exactly what, I know. <laughs> what I know I would need. His whole point is, okay, you're the girl, so you're not going to be proposing, so I got to go talk to Dale. Yeah, and, I got to go you know, I gotta, to I gotta, not I, ruin the rest of the show. Exactly. I got to write the check. We got to figure out the contract, <laughs> so forth, so on. Then he has to go and explain what has happened to the sweet 16 guys who are left. And my favorite part of all of this is the optimists and the ones who are a little bit slower on the upkeep are all saying, there's no way. There's no way this is over. I believe it was Joe who said they've collectively been together, Claire and Dale, for maybe six hours yeah, or 12 well, after you, the you know overnight date. But they're going, there's no way. No, you say slow. I think you meant uptake, not upkeep. Upkeep yeah, I would be did make... they're mow, they're mowing the yard at the La Quinta. <laughs> they might be. They're <laughs> bored out of their minds. Right. You you say slow on on the on the uptake. I think, in my estimation, those are just the ones that are being rational. They're like, wait right. a minute. Um, there's tw- thirty one of us now. There's sixteen, and um, Claire's in lo- Claire's what? Right. I mean that that's a reasonable conclusion after that amount of time that yeah. there's no way it's happening and so i but, appreciate high hair kenny because yeah. he wouldn't let it go he kept saying wait did they know each other beforehand and harrison to his credit he says look i grilled her she promises that they didn't know each other and if she did it's gonna come out yeah what what uh, what do you feel I, I just i don't know why kenny lacks buttons on his shirt he has to show off his half tattoo, you know, from the sternum over to the I right. I guess hip. when you, yeah, when you go that deep on mm-hmm, the uh, on mm-hmm. the tattoo, I guess you might as well show it off and eliminate several buttons from your your yes. your boy band wardrobe. It elongates the neck, the high hair <laughs> with the deep V. It elongates mm-hmm. everything. Do you think Claire is lying? Now she is she has sworn yes. on her father's grave twice that she did not know Dale beforehand. Do you think she's lying? Yes. You do. Why do you think she's lying? I think maybe they didn't talk beforehand, but I think that she did her research. Right. So kind of subliminally, subconsciously, she knows him. I'm using air quotes because she stalked him on Instagram. That's he's, right. He's out there all over the internet. 
it was right. an easy stalking. Right. She's like, she's comparing like, what, do I go with the boy band guy with no shirt or do I go with the successful business guy that's, you know, that's going to provide good genes for my non-existent children. <laughs> and I think she knew coming in, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my I think she did too. I think she did yeah. too. Um, I believe also that I am dear friends with Taylor Swift based mm-hmm. on all of the stuff I've read about her and all that I know about her. And so I truly believe if we ever met, we would be so tight. Much mm-hmm. like if I ever met Chris Pine, we'd start dating. So I think that that kind of mentality is what we're seeing here in Claire. Right. I I think that it's just not reciprocated with Dale. No, he's, so he's I think, um, yeah, he, he um, it's like he got, um, you ever, you ever go to like a water park? No, gross. Really? Uh-uh. You've no. You've never been like one with the giant slides? Oh, oh my God. It's all pee. Well, I have been true. to one. Yes, I have been to one. Okay. I have been so, to one twice. All right. Well, so I'm going to use the metaphor anyway. But Do um, it. Uh, have you ever been up there when there's like a, maybe an older guy that's standing at the front of the slide and all of a sudden he slips <laughs> and he, he goes down the slide when he's not ready? <laughs> that's Dale. <laughs> He slipped at the top of the, the tallest slide in the park and he's barreling down without his foam mat. And sooner or later, he's going to end up in the, the wading pool. Okay. And uh, we're going to see what happens. He's either going to stand up and... He's going to get uh, in the lazy river and just float around right. for a little or while. He's going to take his uh, towel and uh, his orange key in his locker and get the heck out of the park. I went, uh, I went to... Um, it's called Schlitterbahn over here in a place called New Braunfels, which is just about 30, 40 minutes south of here. And I have a big water park. And I went um, when I was an adult, maybe a few years ago. Um, and uh, it's a different experience when you're when you're afraid of falling. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, it doesn't matter. You just jump. But when everything's slippery and, you're, you know, it's a different experience. <laughs> And the lazy river is warm, and you're thinking yeah, exactly. everybody's the, peeing in this thing. That's right. The pH oh. is really high. Ugh. In the lazy river. I'm just ugh, so gross. Ugh, so gross. I never thought about. It. I mean, of course you think about it, but you know, you it's, it's Do uh, not you know. open your mouth. Yeah, but there's other like when you dive in a lake, for instance, there's all kinds of stuff that in the lake. Very true, which is why I don't dive into lakes. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. Fair enough. I, I don't have those phobias. As, as, as weird as I am about stuff, lakes and water parks don't bother me. Okay. Well, there you go. I feel like that Dale was talked into proposing and saying, hey, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll make it up to you. Exactly. It. Don't worry about it. You're going to ride this high for a little while. At the same time, I feel like Dale is probably thinking man, I have the raw end of this deal because I was only on camera for three weeks or however long. How am I supposed to get the Instagram followers? And we're already kind of annoyed by the two of them anyway that I don't really care what happens. I'm not interested in following their lives. And right. sadly, it's it's Claire's fault that I'm not that way. And <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one to want to watch the car wreck happened because yeah. we're seeing it barreling down the highway right now. And a mm-hmm. lot of people are on edge to watch something just kind of mm, 
gonna careen off the side and they're gonna wanna watch her melt down, which will happen because she believes with her whole heart that this is meant to be because he keeps yeah. telling her it is. Yeah. That it was love at first sight and this is working and this isn't just we don't know how it happens, but this is what it is. He's thirty one and she's thirty nine. And she, like you said, she's ready to have babies. Yeah. So I think that, um, first of all, I think, I, I don't think Dale's a bad guy. I think he gets sucked into it, you know? I agree. And I, so I don't think he's manipulating her, but I think he agreed to try. Does that make sense? There you go. I so agree I, to I, you. I don't, I don't think he's just said, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to fake it. So, but I think he's trying. I just don't think it's going to happen. And you're absolutely correct that she's all in. I mean, she thinks mm-hmm. that. You know, the Titanic has left the port and it's on its way to New York. And, you know, when they get to New York, everything's going to be fine, which, you know, there's comes that iceberg. That's right. It's probably a few icebergs in the way. I just do you think that Dale is a nice enough person to either let her down easy, like on the side, just say, hey, this isn't working why don't you tone it down a little bit? I'll I'll play this game for a little while. I don't, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't Clark, know how to say it. Tone it down it. a little bit. She's gonna go all Joseph Joseph on him. <laughs> <laughs> he had to ask for her phone number after he put the yeah. Neil Lang seventeen carat yeah. diamond on her hand. No, that's not how that worked. You know how it worked? He was like, okay, um, I'll, I'll see you later. Don't you want my phone number? What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, oh, what's your phone right, number? Right, right, right. What's, what's your last name again? He's got his again? duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's over his shoulder. He's got his, oh, man. his, his full flying shoes on, oh, you know, like what you wear in an airplane. And she's like, don't you want my phone number? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry, I forgot that. Oh. Meanwhile, Harrison is back at the cabana, and he's saying, guess what? Claire and Dale are engaged, and we have to pass out a few paper bags for the hyperventilators. And then he says, but you should get dressed and come back tonight because your journey is not over. And so they all come back, and they have no idea who's about to walk through the door. And I find it hilarious that ABC tries to make it a secret, which we've known this since March, that Mm Tasha's taking over. Did you think, um, did you find yourself feeling really sorry that we were right about Jason yes. being emotionally, um, yes. the bandaid Fractured. emotionally ripped off? Yes. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever they opened up on that date, um, mm-hmm. clearly didn't go away. No, so I felt bad not. for the guy. I did too. And he, he was really sweet going in and telling her, but man, fractured. I thought bearded Blake was going to go down that road too. However, mm-hmm. I believe bearded Blake is ticked off and he's going to stay around to be mad. I I believe Jason is heartbroken and there's a there's a difference. Bearded Blake is yeah. mad that he did just as much stalking on Claire that she <laughs> did on Dale and he feels like his time has been wasted. Yeah, I agree cuz they at this point those guys have been there for close to a month. Mhm. I mean, think yeah. about it. They, they, they got there. They had this quarantine. They had to do the negative tests. Yep. And then they filmed for at least two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. And that's uh, what I think I also appreciated about High Hair, high hair Kenny because he tells her, you owe us all an apology because know, it, is, it is clear <laughs> that you are not in this. And this is a yeah. huge waste of our time. He said, every time you were with me, I knew you didn't want to be with me. Yeah. 
he, was the I, best. I, and that's when she goes, what am I supposed to apologize for? Falling in love? No. Yeah. She, I thought she, they were all, I, I thought that during that time, so Harrison, I, you know, they sit her down like, look, you're going to have to face this. Yeah. Like, you got to go back in there. You can't just peace out. Exactly. And, I love you know, that they gonna, made her do that. Yeah. And she goes back in and everyone is really measured mm-hmm. and genius editing because there's that moment of silence after she basically mm-hmm. says, um, I'm engaged to Dale or whatever she said. <laughs> and all those guys are like, what? And Kenny goes, well, I mean, I think you owe the group an apology. <laughs> and the look on her face was like, how dare you? I know. And I thought that's not an unreasonable <laughs> uh-uh. request uh-uh. <laughs> at this point in time. You've uh-uh. had 16 guys put their lives on hold and sit around doing nothing, nothing. while you're, you know, playing, uh, you know, hide the ball with Dale or whatever game they're playing in the <laughs> Presidente suite. <laughs> so many balls on this show. My mm-hmm. goodness. Here's I the know. thing, though. I think that there was one guy. I mean, I I agree with you completely. I was so proud of those guys. No one flew off the handle. Measured is such a great word. And then one of them goes, I think you're really brave for coming in here and doing this. I thought, who is that jack wagon? Right. Right. That was so stupid. You know, and and you you probably just see the military guy just kind of wince a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. You're so brave. Oh, God. Um, No, I just was uh, walking around Afghanistan, (laughs) you know, with 50 pounds of gear, hoping I didn't step on a bomb. Mm -mm. That's brave. That is brave. Golly. Laying up at the El Presidente, (laughs) making out with the first guy that gets out of the limo. Here's one thing that was also a little bit confusing to me. So the guys have all come back. Harrison, um, you know, let your journey begin. But he doesn't He doesn't walk Tasha in. She just has to yeah, show up like, by yeah, herself. Yeah. It was like, you know, like when the, when football <laughs> players go on the field, he should have just slapped her on the rear end. I mean, like, get in there. Make get a play. In there. <laughs> so she has to awkwardly walk in and say, like, hi, I'm Tasha." But didn't you feel like it, it literally was like, you know, a stake walking into the lion's den, mm. you know, like I just felt like bad for her for a second. Mm. And then well, yeah. the smiles on the guy's faces, they look like the it, freaking Cheshire cat. Yes. Um, it, I said it in my recap. It was like an oscillating fan in hell. She was just a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and that's right. People who we don't even know their names perking up, getting excited and, it's a it's a game changer. The entire field. Now, obviously, it's been four weeks and they are beat down because they right. know Claire likes Dale. So here we are. We're back up again. But the kicker is, and and we we thought this way back when when we were doing um one of our podcasts where we were kind of wondering what was going to happen this Bachelorette season. And remember how I said they bring in Tasha and then I think they bring in more guys. I in my head I thought they were gonna kind of get rid of half of Claire's guys and bring in half of but they only have four new ones. Two of them we don't need to know who they are. One the, of them is Hot Spencer. Yeah, but okay. Well, <laughs> before we get to that, first of all, the whole quarantining, like how do they get there is yeah. just you know, uh-huh. we, we just forget that. You know, sure, they're sure, sure. Right? Tasha's you know? been wandering around for two weeks. Pay <laughs> right. no attention to that girl over there. It's hey, this fine. This is Chris Harrison. Have you talked to anybody for 14 days? <laughs> oh, perfect. We're going to need you to come to the La Quinta, whatever. Anyway, so. Uh, drive your own car. <laughs> right. 
I'll make sure you have hand sanitizer. Don't stop at 7-Eleven. Just go straight here. Anyway, so four guys show up. Yeah. Um, but I thought, did you, uh, I was laughing because, uh, you know how like in Broadway where you've got the intern, like in case the main guy gets sick, he just, you know, he steps yeah. in, you yes. know, like, like, what do they call that? It's not an intern. It's, it's not a, an intern. It is understudy. The, yes. Understudy. Yeah. Do, do you think these <laughs> the guys on the cast like have understudies? Yes. There's like 16 like fake guys in the back like watching. From... They're spares. <laughs> Look, he's hurt. hurt in the nude football game. Get in there. This guy just got COVID. I'm going to need you to sub in for him. He's got to go over to those cabanas. Oh, it was great. Hot Spencer comes out and Tasha is smitten the best the best line first of all i think that guy got a raw deal he's clearly the best looking one he clearly picked to be like the foil you know of the new guys because he's the best looking new guy mm -hmm. and then he goes in and he like tries to be really friendly yeah which, which i thought was genuine he's trying to break the ice and he says so who scared claire off yeah and i thought they were gonna kill him <laughs> <laughs> they, they looked at him like he was the worst person i thought he got a kind of a raw deal <laughs> Uh, my friend Susan texted me and she said, it's like the sweet 16 are all in the same pledge class and they'll do anything for each other because they really like each other. They do. Well, they've all been naked together they've rolling around. They've all been naked with their balls together rolling around <laughs> and shooting things and hitting things and slapping things and getting rejected together. One big rejection ball. But then the new guy comes in, like you say, and it is, hold up, wait a minute. And, and there are four of them. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, and I mean, But, but, I will say, Noah the Chotch with the 70s porn stash, I, I, I think it's fine to slightly judge him when he yeah, walks he, in. You know, he's an idiot. And he reminded me of, uh, he had like a Pavelka slash Dean vibe going on all yes. at once. Yes. Oh, that's so, and Jordan who wore the yes, gold yes, lame. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, but I ended up liking Jordan because he, he knew he was full of Yeah. And, yeah, you I, know. I guess I see that. Obviously, this chach has been brought in to shake everything up sure. because i i truly believe all those 16 they are broing out they've experienced something together that no one else has they're on their own little island i think yeah. they all like each other which is usually typically what happens most of the time during a bachelorette season is that the guys become best friends yeah and so we have spencer walk in like you say they are keeping him Six feet away. You stay over there, weirdo. Again, the two guys, we don't know who their names. It's fine. They're going to go away, I'm sure. Does he? Did Spencer remind you of um, Ryan a little bit? Like Ryan and Trista? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's probably would... those bright blue light he's, eyes and that He's dark, probably dark one of their children at this, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ryan and Trista's youngest child. <laughs> day to happen because it's coming <laughs> harrison's kids harrison's yeah. kids are gonna have to show up this is hilarious his son just started college you know so yeah, we're TCU, almost there right? a couple more years yeah. and he'll be ready yeah, he's, he's a tcu right <laughs> he is. Fort Worth. yeah unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> oh we're gonna just say that baby ryan oh that's so <laughs> funny oh my gosh that's so funny anyway well, she she makes everything terrible because Tasha, of course, offers Spencer the second first impression rose. So now all these guys are, he's just got a huge target on his back. 
And what happens when you have a huge target on your back? You just have to tell the bachelorette, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I have a huge target on my back because I'm so awesome. It'll be great. Then they decide, let's do a group date the next day. What do they do? Naked dodgeball in the water. It's the exact same date, but in the water. At least they had water. And, but, 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 but we had underwater shots. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of underwater, I thought the uh, James Bond, um, you know, Halle Berry coming out of the water, Ursula Andress, you know, flirtation. (laughs) She looks freaking great. She does. And and by the way, I think she is the perfect person in this situation. She always had a great personality. She was super fun. She got along with that John Paul Jones guy or whatever. If you can get along with him, you can get along with anybody. Yeah, but she's she's lighthearted. Um, she doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, she kind of roll with the punches, and um, yeah, I think I think she's a good solution for for the Claire the Claire problem. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, and yeah. I love how she Little Mermaid's right out of the water and like, oh, hello there. Yeah. I had no idea you were here. That's right. Yeah. So, so what, what what timing? You guys are just walking up in your crazy. in your skinny jeans and your t shirts. <laughs> I think that. Um, Naked dodgeball in the water ends, whatever. No, Spencer, basketball. I don't care. Spencer yeah. gets clocked in the nose by Riley. Riley was a little... Ugh, Riley's bothering me. Yeah, he needs to leave. Well, whoever wins that game gets to go to a barbecue with Taysha, but we don't see that. And so then right. they all come back together for a cocktail party. And so mm-hmm. I think we learn a, a few things. One, Taysha is digging... Zach, how do you feel about that? Zach is the one who used to be an addict, I believe, and now yeah. he works in that industry a little bit. He's the one that you were you were worried about at the beginning because does an addict really want to go into the situation that right. the bachelor puts them in? But yeah. she <clears throat> called him a man. He's a yes. man. What do you think, think about that? He's got her attention. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it at that. I think that um, it, it's always good to get her attention early. I think, um, you know, maybe not Dale attention. But, right. Um, he's definitely, she, he's piqued her interest. And um, I think that he's enough, got a shot to enough run the for, table. Yeah, enough for a hardcore makeout session. Yeah, he, he's got he's got a shot to run the table, I think. She also spends some time with Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, he clocks Spencer in the nose. And so there's some sort of weird beef going on with him right now. And Riley calls Spencer lunch meat. You yes. are lunch meat. I, what, what, what does that mean? Well, I just hope that Chad wasn't around cause he would have eaten him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the whole thing was foolish. I, it was just, I'm like, what? have you and, ever called anybody lunch meat? And do actually, you know what that means? Actually, you know, what's funny is, um, you know, you know, Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've called Ted meat since junior high. Mm-hmm. My, my best friend. Um, <laughs> I, I, every time he calls me, I'm like, what's up meat. Okay. And I also call my nephews meat. <laughs> so I'll send like, so for instance, my middle nephew's birthday was, uh, um, actually this month. And I sent him a text that said, happy birthday meat. <laughs> okay. So, but I don't think I'm using it in the same context. I don't think you did. are. <laughs> it's that is a sheer coincidence. Um, I looked and, it uh, up on Urban Dictionary. 
Oh, that's a that's a reliable source. I would source. suggest you not look it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. Gross. But li- listen, I just I the, the look on Spencer's face in a face, roundabout way. It just means in a in a polite, nice way. It means you're mediocre. Your lunch. I, I see. So, but but don't, um, he don't just, go he... down the Urban Dictionary <laughs> rabbit hole, though. I will. I will never be the same. But Riley described it. He actually defined it, which, you know, was considerate of him to do, considering he was throwing it out there. But the funniest thing was the look on Spencer's face, like, is that supposed to be an insult? Yeah, Yeah. he couldn't figure out why he was aggressively being called, you know, salami or whatever. (laughs) What's your favorite lunch meat, by the way? Do you eat lunch meat? Turkey. Yeah, I I like turkey, but, um, you know, know what I used to like uh, quite a bit? No, bologna. Oh, no. Back when I was a kid, I when would you peel off bologna. that red thing around the edge. Yeah, I mean, God knows what's in it. It's it's basically like a everything's flat hot dog. in it. <laughs> it's like a flat hot dog. <laughs> it is okay. So on that date, Easy gets the rose, which I thought was great. I I I, I want Easy to do freaking, well. I know. Yeah, he's like the <laughs> nicest. Like, why isn't anyone interested in him? He I seems like the most know. genuine guy there. Everyone likes the guy. He's the guy that they go to off camera and they say, hey, we need you to explain this. He's right. just a super nice guy. Like, <laughs> we no need you to him. explain this in a funny, entertaining way that doesn't hurt anyone's feelings. That's sure, right. sure, sure. I got yeah, it, got sure, it, got yeah. it. Okay, good. Uh, my pink sport coat. Hey, by the way, um, how many salmon-colored sport coats are we going to see this season? I don't know, but we're up to three, I believe. I know. This, and, and if you look at the previews, I think we're up to four or five. Oh, that's awesome. I wonder if it's like that season that they all passed it around and it was the same one. It's the it's the statement necklace of uh, 2020. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, you've been waiting and you've been wanting to talk about this <laughs> Brendan's date. Oh, did I call him Some, Brandon? No, it's, oh, it's Brendan. Brandon. Some people are wondering who, and mm-hmm. I would say exactly. I do not believe Brendan has uttered one word. I know for a fact he hasn't been on camera with Claire. Yep. He has not uttered one word, even in speaking to other guys in the house. You may have forgotten he existed, but mm-hmm. as we mentioned, he's our sensitive soul whose signature look is a turtleneck yes. that he rarely wears, but it's okay because he's in the desert. He doesn't have to. And for some reason, they decide that he is the one-on-one date, which I think is great. And Tasha comes up riding a horse and pulling a horse by the swimming pool thoughts well first of all you know if you've ever ridden a horse um which i'm sure you've been around horses Mm -hmm. um they're they're not very clean animals um (laughs) when when they're walking they tend to leave things amongst the trail Uh if you will sure so that was my first thought was she's walking that through the resort (laughs) like i hope that the the house cleaning staff is aware Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, there's only so many things they can do, right? Because they're on the resort. I mean, right. I however, I... however, <laughs> clip clopping the horse right beside the pool seems like a dangerous move to me. Yeah, I thought. I mean, they have to be passive horses, right? Like mm-hmm. one one step away from the glue factory mm-hmm. to be calm. <laughs> there's lights. There's crew. There's camera. Mm-hmm. They're in a weird, you know, confined environment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that struck me as weird, and then. Um, but horses can swim. Your horses can absolutely yeah. swim. And we um, know this from Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, the wonderful 1991 cult classic with Jake Ryan as one of the main leads. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's awesome. It Matthew Shoffling, the yes. guy that played. Oh, yes. Wow. He's been in two things I've loved, that and 16 Candles. No, he was in 16 Candles, but he was also in, um, he was uh, he was the fake Indian 
um, best friend supporting role in um, Vision Quest with Matthew Modine. Oh, I don't know any of those words you just said. So, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, 16 Candles, and Vision Quest. Vision Quest. Yeah, look up Vision Quest. Have you seen him lately? No. Does he still look like Matt Matt Dillon's? uh, Mm -hmm. Really? Still looks Mm -hmm. like Matt Dillon's cousin. Very handsome. I believe he's a carpenter. Good for him. That's kind of macho, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? He lives in the woods somewhere and builds things. (laughs) Who, me? Yeah, Yeah, you? Oh, I'd sit on a glass table for him. Yeah. (laughs) Any day of the week. All right. So they they clip-clop by, and then we have this odd, weird montage of Chris Harrison running around. Before we even get to that, she actually had to tell him, hey, I'm here for your date. You know, he's sitting on the couch, like, terrified. And she's like, are you ready? And he's like, oh, yeah. So he gets on the horse. And what does she do? She hands him a hat. Now, Mm -hmm. this is what I wanted to address. Mm -hmm. ABC Wardrobe could have got him the right size hat, number Mm -hmm. one. I feel Mm -hmm. like it was a couple sizes too small. Mm -hmm. And then he puts the string under his chin. (laughs) Like an eight-year-old. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's a sensitive I, soul. I know, but he just looked... Re- I'm like, the string, really? Like, that's... Come on. It's like pretty it bad. It looked ridiculous. It's pretty he, I bad. If, if it didn't fit me, I would have put it on the horse. <laughs> and been like, look how clever I am. And then you're right. They made Chris Harrison do some kind of... You know, what he would normally do on Bachelor in Paradise, some kind of ridiculous parody of himself running yes. around serving drinks. Thank you. And... That is what it was. I kept thinking, why does this feel awkward, but at the same time not? Is it because I know Harrison is funny? And But you're exactly right. It was Paradise. He was being Wells. He was at, what, what's the Jorge's Torres? He was Jorge's Torres. Jorge would do. Yes. Yeah. That's, he, he was, yeah. He, it, he it was, they turned a corner and he was there with margaritas. They turned a corner and he was there with popsicles and they turned a quarter and he was there with coconut. Mm-hmm. And to Brendan's credit, he also says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Chris Harrison kind of ruining <laughs> yeah. my date at this point. And so the next thing we know, they're in the swimming pool. Did the Make horse it? fall in the water? I don't know. We didn't see it. But they're making out. And I thought, interesting, because right before, Tasha's kind of being real cute and flirty, saying, I, I've just I've just been waiting for him all day. And, you yeah. know, I look at his lips and I can tell he's looking at my lips. So she is smitten at this moment. I didn't see a lot of chemistry up until that point. And then, Me neither. Um, well, then when he tells the um, divorce story. Right. Um, which he unwittingly, that was like the key to the kingdom right there, you know? Exactly. So he ashamed. Didn't know. He didn't She's know. Like, hey, guess what? Me too. And if you'd watched my seasons that I was on, you would know that. But, but you know, I if, also think she found it endearing that he didn't. How is sure. he supposed to know he's supposed to watch Tasha's season? Because he didn't right. know she was going to be the Bachelorette. Well, but, but. Let's let's draw the contrast because had that been clear, she's like, I can't believe you don't oh, know about me. Absolutely. You know, I, can't believe, I can't believe you know nothing about me. You're going home. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He, though, what I thought was so endearing is that he tells the camera that he's got some baggage that he needs to share with her. And mm-hmm. the baggage is the divorce. And you can see her kind of leaning in, waiting for the bomb to drop. And yeah. that was the bomb. And he was... Very sad to say we married young and then we just grew apart and I found out later she didn't want kids. And so 
we just got divorced for no big, huge reason. And that just makes me feel like a failure. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and then exactly like you said, she can say, yeah, me too. Same yeah. thing happened except layer of infidelity. In your opinion, when does the divorced person need to tell the other person they are dating about the divorce? Is that something you just share straight out of the gate or? Yeah. Especially it... today, like the divorce rates, like 60% or something ridiculous like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that, I think, um, you know, back when we were growing up, you know, we grew up in a small town, but I, my town was a little bit bigger, but, um, I remember, and I still remember her name. We had one girl whose parents were divorced and I remember thinking it's really unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't grow up with people. None of my friends' parents, um, were divorced. It was extremely rare. And now, you know, it's unfortunately it's a common thing. So I don't, right. especially in his age group, you know, these, these guys are in their, what, their late twenties. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, the divorce rate has been extremely high for a long time and I don't think it's unusual for anyone in his age group or her age group to have one down. So it's a mm-hmm. shame, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I think you lead with it. You do. I don't you think, think you lead reason. with it. Now, now look, I think I have kids. Um, that's a tougher question, but that's also something I think, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta show your cards early. If yeah. That's your, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to wear a tiny cowboy hat with the string, <laughs> I feel like you should take that off before you maybe have a serious discussion. Um, Which he did. And by the way, I'll, I'll give him credit. Now, you and I have given him a hard time for not um, embracing his signature look. Uh-huh. But when he had that conversation in his turtleneck, I thought, you know, maybe he knows more than I do about when is the appropriate time to mm-hmm. don the signature mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, if, if you if your signature look is, if it's just something like he wears around the pool, um, it's sort of watered down, right? That's true. But when you bring it out and, and you're like, whoa, wait, 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 he's got the turn. This is a on. moment. This is I a moment. Listen. I need right. to pay attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. What is your signature item of clothing again? Um, I would, I wear jeans and boots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and for the people outside of Texas listening to this, you would say cowboy boots. But yeah, I feel right at home in my, my old pair of jeans and boots. That would be my signature look, I guess. Okay. How about you? Do you and have a signature look? I, I don't have a signature look, I don't think. I really hmm. don't. Whenever I worked a regular job, my high heels were my signature look because I always wanted to be taller because I, I felt like people appreciated and paid attention to and respected taller people more than shorter people. I don't <laughs> no, know. I don't I'm that. sure my mother for, told me that. True. I think that's true for men. Mm. Unfortunately, it's not true for women. Um, you are what, 5'2", 3-ish, somewhere around there? 5'2", yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Some guys is short too, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, I don't I don't hold that against her. No, not at all. But I did I did always when I was early in my career, people would always ask me for my boss. They would say, "Can I talk to your boss?" And I would be the person there that was running the show. Mm-hmm. That would that would always bother me. So I think I wanted to wear my pencil skirt and my heels and. Yeah. I always carried a clipboard or not a clipboard, but some sort of notebook and pen and my phone. And you should, um, you should shop at forever 41. Like I Blair. should, because I turned forever 45 this month yeah. and happy birthday. That's, that's right. I forgot to uh, mention that. Um, you did have a big birthday. I did. Uh, mine is coming up. Um, Yours is coming up. What you going to be forever 40. Well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> 
No, I'm 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 older than that. But I, I look, I, I I there has to be some mystery. Didn't you tell me that uh, somebody got angry that you posted uh, my picture? <laughs> they didn't get angry. They were very surprised that I posted a picture. It's the picture that you took with your yeah. long arm selfies. Yeah. I would I can't take selfies. My arms aren't long enough. But you you <laughs> took it. And I thought, okay, this is what I need to put on. I just put it on for the podcast stuff, saying, hey, we're together. This is so rare. And several people, I mean, 20, 30 people said, I can't believe you put his picture all over the internet. And I thought, is it not supposed to? What's going on? No, it's good to know. uh, It's not like I'm playing nude dodgeball or anything. (laughs) I mean, we're just podcasting. I, uh, not this time. I'm not too hard to find. I mean, for those people that are even remotely resourceful, you can track me down. I have a big picture of myself on my website mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and that's a business website. It's not, I don't have to do a personal one, but, um, you know, there's a picture of me in like a suit, like looking very, you know, important or whatever. whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I'm not too hard to find And Plus I do believe that, um, because I lost a bet to you and I hate to bring this up, there is a shirtless picture uh-huh. of me that I was forced to produce and, um, you actually got to post because we, I lost a bet. Yeah. When you were a, a young thing. Now, yes, is young. it your twin brother? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that you're being truthful and you gave me the picture. That's really you. That's definitely me. <laughs> It was it was w- with your Elvis hair too, which is my yeah. favorite part of my, the whole my, thing. My brother, um, my brother had a mullet, and I never went Ew. that route. Ew. Yeah, and then he Ew. grew it. Yeah, and then he grew it like longer than Tasha um, when he was in college. <laughs> Just to, I think annoy my dad. Um, and and uh, you would braid it at night. <laughs> <laughs> French, I would French braid it at night. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, whatever. But uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Tasha at this point? She's still on the horse. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening. I wanted to remind you that we have a bachelorette bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. I've left a link in the show notes for you so you can check it out. And if you'd like to read a recap of episode one of Tasha's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out all my books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. All. There's just two. Both my books. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe. Have courage. Be kind out there until we're together again. Love you. Mean it. Texas forever. <laughs>